Hi, everyone. Happy Thanksgiving to our American listeners. We are thankful for you and, of course, all of our listeners around the world. We are off this week in light of the Thanksgiving holiday, but we are releasing in the public feed an installment of After Dark from our Patreon archives. This is a fun installment in which we play out a scenario where if the three of us had been individually canceled for whatever reason, how would we write a letter of support to a judge trying to reduce our sentence in court? This was inspired by Ashton Kutcher and Mia Kunis writing a letter of support uh, for their friend, Danny Masterson. So we present these letters to one another in this installment of After Dark, and it's a lot of fun. We hope you enjoy this as much as we had fun writing these letters and sharing them with one another. Don't forget, we release new installments of After Dark every week. We record these back-to-back with our main episodes. You can subscribe through Apple Podcasts to receive Mega Millennial, which is ad-free millennial with After Dark attached at the end. That's over on Apple Podcasts. And of course, you can go to patreon.com slash millennial and get mega millennial plus many other benefits. Your financial support helps us run this show and we're so grateful, especially this time of year. So do enjoy this installment of After Dark. Happy holidays and we'll see you next week. This is After Dark for 9.34, and I had this idea while we were planning this week's episode, all this talk of character letters and the trouble it got Ashton and Mia into. Why don't we write character letters to a judge about each other because we're all on trial for various reasons. I'm on trial for murder, let's say. Uh, Pam's on trial because she robbed a bank to afford Taylor Swift tickets. (laughs) And uh, Laura's on trial for marijuana possession. Pam, do you want to go first? So um, I I didn't realize until I was like doing a little bit of very light research for this. I just want to set this up that like these letters come after a sentence. So like I wrote mine, like assuming they already found you guilty. Okay, I did not know that. So mine is not okay. exactly written that way. Yeah, I I think it's oh, okay. So I, I followed the because I wasn't there for the um the planning meeting this week. But yeah, so like apparently like these come um after conviction but before the sentence. Okay. So like that's how I wrote Okay, mine. that's good to know. So cuz you're trying to you're trying to make sure that like the judge is favorable towards the person that the your sentence is reduced. Yeah, they deserve a yeah. life outside so of prison. That's how I wrote mine. I don't want you to be offended cuz I like said you're a murderer in my letter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little offended. <laughs> Okay, I'm just following the rules. (laughs) No, it's good. It's good. Okay. Dear Honorable Judge, I am writing to you on behalf of Andrew Sims, whose case you are currently presiding over. I'm sure you've heard a lot about Mr. Sims over the course of the last few weeks as he stood trial for murder. But my hope is that this letter will show you a different side of Andrew that goes beyond the gruesome details of the crime he committed. (laughs) Allegedly. No, you've already been found guilty. We- I know, I'm just, I know. <laughs> okay. I first met Andrew over a decade ago. He is someone I have worked with on a professional level, but more importantly, he is someone I consider to be a dear friend. This is why I can confidently say that Andrew is so much more than just an axe murderer. <laughs> <laughs> Aww. Aww. 
As a fearless leader, he is generous and kind, and I am often reminded of the fact that he possesses both of these traits whenever the subject of his own humble roots comes up. You see, back before he built his podcast empire, Andrew got his start as a volunteer on MuggleNet.com, working under a boss who, in his own words, wouldn't even buy him a slice of pizza. (laughs) (laughs) It would have been easy for Andrew to adopt similar habits when he himself became a boss, but as he's often proclaimed, he's earned the reputation of being a good boss by doing the opposite of what his first boss did. (laughs) (laughs) And then this part's in parentheses. (laughs) In a nutshell, he's definitely buying you that slice of pizza without hesitation. (laughs) (laughs) And just as young Andrew managed to learn from the mistakes and flaws of his first employer, I am positive that he's got the strength to learn from his own mistakes, even if the mistake in question is as grievous as murder. Honorable (laughs) Judge, I hope you give Andrew the opportunity to learn and grow from this by showing mercy as you prepare to deliver your sentence. Thank you. (laughs) Have mercy on me. (laughs) That was beautiful, Pam. That was now I know who to call when I need one of these letters because I know that's going to deliver a reduced sentence. Hey, must be a Weasley wants to know if Emerson is the deceased. (laughs) (laughs) If he was, I wouldn't have used him as an example. Oh man, they pull their Phoenix Wright moment where they're like, "Hold it!" Yeah, the you judge would have been like, "Would have to be like, it was a crime of passion." <laughs> the judge would have been like, "Oh, that's why he killed him because of the pizza he didn't pay for." Got it, got it. Well done, Pam. That was great. Yeah, Thank you. I loved that. <laughs> All right, I think you're up, Laura. Yeah. So I want to say I uh, I kind of struck a balance uh, to Pam's point about th- how we wrote the letter. My letter is part character defense, part defense of the crime, but like not interesting. Yeah, not really not admitting to a crime, but also not saying that she didn't do the crime. It's like plausible okay. deniability just to set the stage. So um, I I did this to the Honorable Judge Sims. I just assume that <laughs> because Pam and I are accounted for here, Andrew, you would be the judge. Okay. Um, to the Honorable Judge Sims, I am writing this character letter on behalf of my dear friend, Pamela, who has been unjustly accused of robbing a bank under the pseudonym Pammy G in order to <laughs> afford Era's tour tickets. My name is Laura T, and I am a podcaster who has worked with Pamela for nearly two decades. I believe it is essential to share the remarkably wholesome influence Pamela has had on me and our friends and coworkers in the time we have been working together. First and foremost, Pamela is an exemplary mother to her son, Jasper. Her commitment to the quality of his future makes it extremely unlikely that she would engage in criminal activities with nefarious intent. Pam displays grace and empathy to all around her, and any alleged transgressions would be in the service of democratizing access for Swifties everywhere and to take a stand against capitalism run amok by Ticketmaster. (laughs) If anything, she's a modern-day Robin Hood, robbing banks for the love of music. (laughs) 
Hypotheticals aside, Pamela's regular community involvement calls into question the logistics of this alleged robbery. Pamela is usually at the movies during regular banking hours, surrounded... Surrounded by her adoring fan club of senior citizens who've affectionately <laughs> who've affectionately nominated her for a reserved seat with her name on it at the local theater. How could she possibly have time to rob a bank when she's already an undisputed matinee superstar? Pam is a peaceful <laughs> citizen who sets a stellar example for her community. She's the type of person who'd organize puppy play dates and bake cookies for her neighbors, not plan heists out of pure greed. And if she has one flaw, it's her insatiable thirst for caffeine, which has led to the great caffeine drought of 2023 in the Bay Area. Trust me, <laughs> Pam has way too many caffeine jitters to pull off a bank robbery. in conclusion the charges against pamela are absurd and i implore you to reconsider it's more likely that taylor swift herself would rob a bank to see pam at her concert than the other way around free pammy g and let her continue her mission to bring joy to swifties everywhere sincerely me (laughs) free pammy g free pammy g That was great, too. Oh, man, that's so good. I love how you basically said that I was on my vigilante shit. (laughs) How how do you feel, Pam? Do you feel supported? Is this a winning letter? Yeah, I mean, like, screw the character letter. I'm just going to have Laura be my lawyer. (laughs) Oh, yeah. She presented a good case. It's all that true crime and murder content she watches. She's been preparing her whole life. I know. I've been waiting my whole life for this moment. You know how many true crime podcasts I've listened to? (laughs) (laughs) So um, getting back to what Pam said about, you know, when the judge would read this letter and take it into consideration, I guess breezing over my now, um, I I was assuming she was guilty as well. Laura was guilty of marijuana possession, well, and now I'm trying to help reduce the sentence. Well, I wonder why. So, yeah, <laughs> I, I can't imagine why I would have just written it that way anyway. But so here we go. To the Honorable Judge Billy Joe Armstrong. My name is Andrew Sims. <laughs> Look, she's taking a puff or something as I start reading this letter. She was yeah, on mute. Yeah, adds color to your character assessment. She, she, put, she pushed a puff out as, as soon as I said that. I coughed because of Judge Billy Joe Armstrong. To the Honorable Judge Billy Joe Armstrong, my name is Andrew Sims, and I'm a podcaster, hiker, puppy owner, and most importantly, a friend to others. <laughs> I am writing to share genuine remarks about someone I've known to be a remarkably kind, intelligent, and heartfelt person since the moment I first Skyped with her. While her and I would both acknowledge that she has been known to wake and bake, it is not reflective of her character on a wider scale, and I know she never would have intentionally possessed marijuana in a state in which it was illegal. I met Laura in 2005 when she was a wee gal wholly obsessed with, coincidentally enough, your band Green Day. (laughs) Every day since then, she has been an incredible friend, LGBTQ plus ally and hard worker who has always been dedicated to her goals and aspirations. Laura is a humble girl known for her love for red pandas, video games, and building a life with her boyfriend and dog, Mark and Canella. I know that every morning... 
post wake and bake. The first three things on Laura's <laughs> mind are how can I improve the world today? How can I be the best friend I can be? And where are the best marijuana deals this week? <laughs> but the marijuana only accounts for a third of what's usually on her mind. Let's focus on the majority. She wants to build a better world, better than the one she found. She wants to encourage others to recycle, even though she herself does not. <laughs> she <laughs> wants to make sure her friends are cared for, happy, and lifted up as they pursue their own goals. Laura made a mistake. It happens to all of us. The Laura I know spends her time looking out for others as much as she does herself. And if that means she sometimes has to light up to deal with other people's shit, that's okay in my book. <laughs> I have spent hundreds and hundreds of hours working with Laura over the last 18 years, and I wouldn't have it any other way. The Laura I know is super fucking cool and just a genuinely good person. She does not deserve prison time for a single mistake, and I'm confident that possession in an illegal, in an illegal state will never happen again. Thank you for your time and understanding. Sincerely, Andrew. P.S. I haven't listened to your song, Wake Me Up When September Ends, once this month. <laughs> So there you go. That that was very well done. I <laughs> super, but it was very kind. Um, yeah. But at the same time, I love that you were um, super truthful about the fact that I've definitely only made that mistake once. I felt like I had just just level with the judge, be like, yes, she does it. She does smoke. But here are the reasons why. And here's what to focus on. The majority of, of the, the, the good stuff. She's definitely not a bad influence for her friends. <laughs> no, no. So I don't know. I don't know if Chloe's still here. I don't know if we could post these or something on social. It's a lot of text for social, but I don't know. We'll think about it. We can at least post them on Patreon if people want to yeah, read them. Yeah, we could pull excerpts. Meeting over. Um, thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks for your support. <laughs> and we'll see you next week. Bye, y'all. Bye, everyone.